coming up, some blowouts across the league, plus an overtime game winner for Minnesota. This is Locked On Game to Game, NHL. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You were listening to Locked On Game to Game NHL local experts going over the biggest stories on the ice. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Another day, another win for the Boston Bruins. This one with Linus Ulmark leading the way in net this time around. Now Locked On Bruins recaps a one-goal win over the Senators. The Boston Bruins are 54-11-5 after defeating the Ottawa Senators on Tuesday evening at TD Garden. This is Ian McLaren, host of Locked On Boston Bruins, and it was Jake DeBrusque who scored an absolute beauty off a feed from Brad Marchand to secure the win for the Bruins. The penalty kill, the league-leading penalty kill, stepped up huge as well, having to kill off a... Charlie Coyle holding penalty with two minutes remaining in regulation, but they kept the Ottawa attack at bay, giving them their fourth win in a row and the first in what is a pretty big week for them. They'll now take on the Montreal Canadiens, followed by games against the Tampa Bay Lightning and Carolina Hurricanes. But the Bruins continue to roll 54-11-5. The Predators' win was never in doubt in Buffalo as Nashville took a 7-3 victory on the road. Locked on Predators recaps the win. A veteran and a relatively new NHLer helped the Predators win big tonight over the Buffalo Sabres. Hey everyone, Ann Kimmel from Locked On Predators. Tonight, the Nashville Predators had the bounce back performance they needed after their Sunday night loss to the Rangers, where they were down seven to nothing. Tonight, the Predators scored their own touchdown of goals, beating the Sabres seven to three. Young Luke Evangelista scored two goals and recorded two assists in the the second period in just his 11th NHL career game. Evangelista is playing with a lot of confidence and really clicking with his young line mates, Kiefer Sherwood and Tommy Novak. But tonight also belonged to the veterans. Ryan McDonough returned to the lineup and scored a goal and an assist while the recently very quiet Matt Duchesne had a multiple point game with two goals and an assist as well. This was a really good win for Nashville, not just because it earned them two points in a wild card race, but because it showed that despite a young roster, this team has some real maturity. The Preds are going to need both the veterans and the young guns to perform well again later this week as they face another wildcard team, the Seattle Kraken. The Red Wings and Blues went scoreless for the last two periods and overtime before Detroit figured things out and won a shootout on the road. Logged on Red Wings recaps that dramatic finish. Red Wings snapped their three-game losing streak, beating the St. Louis Blues in St. Louis, 3-2 to two in a shootout. And, Scotty, you know, I think this was a first game in a long time where we can definitively say the Red Wings outplayed their opponent and got the win they deserved. Yeah, I agree, especially there at the end of the at the end of the game, the third period big time. The Wings were just clearly the better team and and really poured on a lot of pressure late, which was good to see. 
Um, and yeah, I mean, this was a this this was a fun this was a fun game. This was an entertaining game, obviously with a win. As I've always said, I love the shootout. You can't <laughs> find any evidence of me saying anything else. Um, but no, for real, th- this was definitely a, a game where the the wings looked like they had the upper hand, and as the game got later, they had got looks like they got more of the upper hand. It's nice to see them rewarded with two points. Yeah, absolutely. Had its sloppy moments for sure, and we'll yep. talk about the whole thing on Wednesday's episode of Lockdown Red Wings. So stay tuned. The Flyers tallied four goals in the second period to pull away from the Panthers, locked on Flyers and locked on Panthers. Tell us what made the difference last night in Philly. Joel Farabee is officially on a streak. Travis Sanheim got the brace and Arizamula carried himself really well with two assists in his return to the Flyers. Hi, I'm Rachel Donner with your Locked On Flyers quick reaction to the Flyers 6-3 win over the Florida Panthers. Given the scoring chance differential, one could say that the Panthers' defensive woes and goaltending problems was what gave the Flyers that win, but the Flyers were able to take advantage of opportunities at 5-on-5, and Carter Hart was huge in this one, saving 41 of 44 shots on goal. And the younger guys absolutely stepped up across the board. For more on this game and the Flyers all season long, tune in to Locked On Flyers wherever you get your podcasts. Wells Fargo Center for the Florida Panthers has been a house of horrors this season. What is up, guys? This is Armando Velez from the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. And the Florida Panthers go into Philadelphia and lose to the Philadelphia Flyers by a final score of 6-3. to three. And 99 saves for Carter Hart on the Florida Panthers this season in two trips for the Cats to Philadelphia. And the Florida Panthers had to lead early over a minute into the game, but with the Florida Panthers playing 11 F 7 D with no Sam Bennett, no Anthony Duclair and Alex line playing his first game since January 28th at the NHL level. And on the second end of a back-to-back, it was going to be a tough assignment for the Florida Panthers, but this was just about defensive breakdowns and miscommunications for the cats that allowed so many chances on Alex Lyon for the Philadelphia Flyers, especially a, four-goal second period, which the Florida Panthers haven't given up four goals in a period since November. They haven't been behind by three goals in over a month. So this has been a rarity for the Florida Panthers lately as they're still trying to continue to hunt for that last wild card spot. This loss isn't where the sky is falling for the Panthers, but the Panthers will now need to quickly recover from this as the schedule gets a little harder with the Toronto Maple Leafs coming to town on Thursday and the New York Rangers coming to town on Saturday. So listen to my recap of this 6-3 loss against the Philadelphia Flyers. Make sure to listen to my recap on Wednesday's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Your team, every day. Matt Boldy scoring your overtime game winner for the Wild as Minnesota beat the Devils in New Jersey. Locked on hosts with both teams. Recap that battle of playoff hopefuls. Now we know how Matt Boldy feels about shootouts as he scores with time winding down in OT and your Minnesota Wild are in first place for now. Hey everybody, Seth Topol, host of Locked on Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast recapping a 2-1 to one overtime win for the Wild over the New Jersey Devils. Wild score first in the third period as Mason Shaw 
with a side tuck to give the Wild a one nothing lead. The Devils answer later in the period as Timo Meyer scores to tie things at one. And after a sensational overtime period, Meyer hits the post. Matt Boldy comes clean with the puck and he skates down the rest of the way and puts this one away as the Wild improve to 90 points, which pending Dallas's game puts the Wild in first place for now. For more on the Minnesota Wild, make sure you're following Locked on Wild wherever you listen to your podcasts. What's up? This is Trey Matthews of Locked on Devils, and here is my post-game reaction. So, the New Jersey Devils came out on the losing end against the Minnesota Wild by a score of 2-1, to one, and it went into overtime to decide a winner. So, here's the thing. Both teams fought hard, and it was the Minnesota Wild who were able to score first in period number three. So, it took both teams a combined 50 shots before uh, a team was able to find the back of the net. Vitek Vancek was strong in between the pipes, and the Devils were creating good looks for themselves. Unfortunately, they just got snake bitten in this game, and uh, the person who fell victim to it the most was Jack Hughes because throughout the entire game, Jack Hughes was creating good looks for himself. He was creating good looks for his teammates, and it was very evident of how much bad luck he ran into because in overtime, he was able to create a lot of uh, good looks for himself once again. Unfortunately, towards the end of overtime, he was unable to finish on a shot and as a result, Boldy was able to find the puck and beat the buzzer. And thus, Minnesota Wild were able to go home happy campers. But on the bright side, Timo Meyer came up clutch once again for the Devils in period number three. Because when the Devils went down one to nothing, it seemed like all hope was lost just because Minnesota Wild were battling against them hard. But just wasn't meant to be for the Devils once again dropping this matchup in overtime. Coming up, another record broken for Ovi, but the Caps fall in overtime. This is Locked On Game to Game NHL. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by FanDuel. With March Madness heating up, now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Now, new customers get that no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet does not win. So just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It is safe, secure, and super easy for you to use. You can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes that are drained. FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000 in bonus bets back when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game NHL. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you once again for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. The Blue Jackets and Capitals went back and forth before taking a 6-6 tie into overtime Tuesday night, where Columbus scored the tiebreaker and stole one on the road. Locked On Blue Jackets and Capitals go over the high-scoring battle. Blue Jackets win a wild one in Washington as they beat the Capitals 7-6 in overtime with a winner from Jack Rosovic. Jay Foster locked on Blue Jackets here. Seven different Blue Jackets have multi-point games, including Patrick Laine, Johnny Gaudreau, Jack Rosovic, Adam Boquist. Just a real, a real wild game. Uh, Goaltending, again, not what you want it to be. Arguably, the win, not where you want it to be. But I'm at the point in the season where a win is a win. We're still two points behind the Sharks for last place in the division, so I'll take it, and it's always fun to beat 
Washington. We're going to talk about that game and more on tomorrow's Locked on Blue Jackets, available wherever you get your podcasts and also on YouTube. Until then, make sure you stay locked on. Washington Capitals fall to the Columbus Blue Jackets by a score of 7-6. to six. Uh, This is Dan Holmey of Locked On Capitals. Well, this game started with so much positivity, so much optimism. The evening began with a pregame ceremony to honor Alex Ovechkin for mo- moving into second place on the all-times goals list. Ovechkin overtook the late Hall of Famer Gordie Howe for sole possession of the second most goals in NHL history on December 23rd. And this was one of the games for me that I had penned in as a win. You know, you kind of take a look at the schedule and go, they'll probably win this one and lose that one. This was a game that I thought on paper that should have been a slam dunk. The Caps found a way to lose this game. And at this point, it's not even having any hopes for the playoffs. Those hopes have been dashed due to the Caps' poor play in the last three games, in particular dropping to St. Louis, Minnesota, and now Columbus. Now it's all about assessing talent going forward. The Caps did get some production out there is they got two goals from Nick Jensen, one from Sonny Milano, one from TJ Oshie. Alex Ovechkin finds the back of the net and one goal from Connor Sheary as well. Caps hope to get back into the win column as they take on the Chicago Blackhawks next. I'll have more on this for you tomorrow on Locked On Capitals, your team every day. The Islanders had a seven-goal night against Toronto. Locked On Maple Leafs talks over the issues, while Locked On Islanders is all positive after a solid team win for New York. It was an ugly night on Long Island for the Toronto Maple Leafs as they lost 7-2 to the New York Islanders. Nothing really went right for the Leafs in this game as the Islanders pretty much controlled most of the play in this game. They outhit the Leafs. They won more face-offs. They had fewer giveaways. Just an all-around bad performance for Toronto in this one. And hopefully this is not something that will become a disturbing trend as the season continues to roll along heading into the playoffs. Mike DeStefano and myself, David Morrissey, will break down the loss and everything that went wrong for the Leafs in this game. So make sure you tune in to the Locked on Leafs podcast, your team every day. A strong all-around game leads to a win. Gil Martin of Locked On Islanders here aisles down the Toronto Maple Leafs 7-2 after falling behind early 1-0. Just a good, solid, aggressive hockey game by the Islanders. They played smart hockey. They forechecked well and took advantage of any turnovers that the Leafs made. Got some great goaltending from Ilya Sorokin and even took care of business in this game when they got a little revenge after Brock Nelson was injured early in the game and obviously losing Nelson for any length of time would hurt the Islanders. But this was a big emotional win against a very good hockey team and it showed how good this team can be when they put all the elements of their game together. For more, listen to and watch the Locked On Islanders podcast with me, Gil Martin, wherever you get podcasts. The Jets were able to gain some ground in their division with a win over Arizona. Locked on Jets talks over that victory, but also some concerning issues that are popping up for this team going forward. The Winnipeg Jets managed to fend off the Arizona Coyotes, who had been on something of a winning streak as of late, beating them 2-1. to one. But it felt like a game in which, despite the Jets having uh, about a period and a half of very good play, 
Winnipeg also allowed the Yotes far too many opportunities to climb back in this one, and Hellebuck had to stand on his head for this team once again. In a game in which the Jets quite honestly just needed to take care of business and get the victory in impressive fashion to kind of restore morale, this didn't really feel like a game that really sold anyone on the prospect of Winnipeg in the postseason. We're going to dive into this game in a little bit more detail on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. As always, feel free to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platforms and YouTube. I am your host, Harrison Lee. I'll see you there tomorrow. Have a great night. And as always, go Jets go. A 4-3 win for Vegas in the late one on Tuesday night in Vancouver. Locked On Golden Knights and Locked On Canucks are joining us post-game for a full recap. Golden Knights win 4-3 against the Vancouver Canucks. Hey everybody, Chris Golick here, Locked on Vegas Golden Knights. The VGK controlled most of this game, including extending their second period streak of scoring two or more goals to five games. This team used to struggle mightily in the second period, and they seem to have exercised those demons and continue their impressive run post-All-Star break. Next up are the Flames, as the VGK continues a very tough Canadian road trip that could determine playoff seating for multiple teams. For everything Vegas Golden Knights hockey, please check out the Locked on Vegas Golden Knights podcast, your team every day. Some might call it the perfect tank game. The Vancouver Canucks lose 4-3 to the Vegas Golden Knights. I'm Trevor Beggs, host of Locked on Canucks. Just left Rogers Arena. Uh, post-game, Talkit said he did not like the team's first period, which made sense. They were brutal. He said three to four players in particular were pretty bad. Hey, I'm just going to throw it out there. My tank commander of the week on uh, today's episode of Locked on Canucks, Christian Willannon, on the ice for three goals against even strength. Wasn't a good night for him. JT Miller, though, had a fantastic game. It's uh, cliche, but he dragged the team into the fight in the second period. He was hitting, scored a four and three goal, scored a shorthanded goal and a penalty shot. But again, those Canucks do fall to the Vegas Golden Knights. We got you covered tomorrow Locked On Canucks. Trevor Beggs, Kyle Bowen, make sure you tune in and subscribe to Locked On Canucks. That will do it for this edition of Locked On Game to Game NHL. Thank you again for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Make sure you're subscribed to Locked On NHL and your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kanani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.